0: Everybody, it's Sue Bidstrip with the Great Big Yes Podcast. Welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. On this podcast, I encourage you to say yes to building a business and a life that you love. Now, if you've been listening for a while, you know sometimes on this podcast, it's just me and I coach and I teach and I talk a lot. <laughs> and then other times on the podcast, I have a guest, and today is one of those days. I am so excited to introduce you to Tracy Fagan. She is the founder of Kingdom Publishing, and we met on Instagram. And so for those of you wondering if social media is any good at all, it is. There are divine connections being made on Instagram all the time, and this is one of them. So I got a chance to meet her and talk to her today, and I have just learned so much and gotten so excited about publishing and books and God and ministry and mission and purpose and all of these wonderful things that we talk about. So without further ado, I want you to meet Tracy Fagan. Enjoy this conversation. Okay, hi, Tracy, how are you? I am good. How are you doing, Sue? I'm good, I'm good. Okay, for those of you who are listening, Tracy and I have been chatting, and um, I just can't wait for you to meet her. She is, well, you started Kingdom Publishing, right? So I would love for you to just kind of introduce yourself and tell us about Kingdom Publishing and how that all came about. Thank you. So my name is Tracy Fagan and I am
1: the founder of Kingdom Publishing. Um, Definitely not the owner because I believe that God is the owner. Um, It was an idea that he dropped into my my spirit about three years ago. And up until then, I'd been doing some different marketing. I had actually written and self-published a book and he just spoke to me in my quiet time with him. And he's like, I want you to build this company. I want you to build this company and help people write their book and not just write books, but to get their stories out, to get the word out, Um, realizing that it's not just about writing a book, but it's actually about getting the message out across various different platforms. So whether it's social media, speaking, presenting, teaching, anything like that, that the book is one aspect to it but he's like, but set it up as a
0: publishing company so that people can come and get those books created. Okay. I love it. I have so many questions. All right. You mentioned just real quickly that you wrote a book. So like how there's a lot of people that listen to the podcast that are interested in writing a book. And so when you first, before you had kingdom publishing, you had to kind of figure out how to write a book. So how, like, How did that come about? Did you feel like God just gave you an idea for a book and you were like, I'm gonna do this? Or did you know someone in publishing? Did you know people who had written a book? Or how did that happen? Okay, so in all honesty, my first book was about my dating
1: adventures. Your dating adventures?
0: Yes, my dating
1: adventures. (laughs) And the thing is, is I would tell some of these stories of what I was experiencing out in the dating world. And when I would tell people these different stories, they're like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. You've got to write a book. Well, after I heard that from many different places, from several different people that didn't cross paths, I was like, well, maybe, maybe I, maybe I should write a book. And I'll be honest, I picked it up and put it down and picked it up and put it down for quite a while. And then my mom, lovingly told me well yeah you know this this gentleman that we both know he's writing a book too she goes i bet you you can't finish your book before he finishes his i was like oh "Oh, i bet you i can (laughs) i love a challenge (laughs) (laughs) love a challenge and so with that i sat down i buckled
0: down and wrote it awesome awesome all right so you have written a book and then you had. we had talked a little bit about before, you had also kind of put together a book of a lot of different writers. Can you tell us a little bit about that one?
1: Yes. Yeah, so um, with Kingdom Publishing last year, right around this time, actually, we, um, we launched, a uh, published a book. It's called God Met Me Here. And it was a compilation of different God stories. One of the things that I just truly love is to hear God stories, like those stories when people are like, you'll never believe what happened. I'm like, <laughs> try me. Will Tell me about how good our God is. Right. Yeah. And um, so for me, actually how this book first came to me is uh, my daughter and I, we were heading home. Uh, we were heading home from Bible study and, um, and she was driving, she was a young teenage driver. And so as a mom, she getting ready to make a left-hand turn and she had the green arrow, but as she was getting ready to go, I, in before she entered into the intersection, I saw just this this quick vision of a horrific crash and with that i looked up and i noticed this car that was coming into the intersection and he wasn't slowing down at all and it i just said stop and it wasn't like hysterical my daughter afterwards she was like mom it was weird like you weren't freaking out or anything it was just a command stop and she listened and with that it was this black suv that came barreling through the intersection The brake lights didn't come on until they were all the way through the intersection. And right then God like whispered to me, I met you right there, right Mm -hmm. at the corner of Potomac and Broncos Parkway. I met you right there. Yeah. And then as I continued to, to think about that and ponder it and talk about it with God and even talk about it with some of my girlfriends, but that's where the whole idea of this God met me here started really coming to life. And so then just reaching out, um, it was basically an open call to people that wanted to share their God stories. And it's amazing some of the stories that that people wrote about how God
0: showed up and showed out in their lives. I love that. And it's isn't it interesting where God meets us, right? Like Ugh. that corner for you is sacred space. But I always say, you know, we're standing on holy ground. Like yes. no matter where we are, we are on holy ground and he can meet us wherever we are, you know, wherever Absolutely. we are. So I love, love, love that. And I, I can't wait to read that book and just, I love also, I love stories of where God meets us. Right. And so, and I love the idea that you, he gave you this idea to start a publishing company that has to be kind of scary. I mean, did you have fear around it or did you have uh, any trepidation around it or were you just like, oh, I'm doing this? Did you hesitate? Oh, I was
1: like, I'm, I'm good to go. I got this and just straight, you know, steam, steam forward ahead and no, you know, no stopping me. Are you kidding? Um, What's about your fears? We love to know no, we're not alone. No, it was very, though... <laughs> I love when people. No, it was very scary.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so as you're starting it, you're kind of nervous. What was your first, like, do you remember your first, like, either class you did or client you had? Like, I love to celebrate that with people as they're growing a business, you know? I I always tell everybody, put that first dollar bill or that first uh, person who signs up for your online course or something, like, that's something to really celebrate when you realize, wow, I, I have a business here. I have something going, like, this is a real thing. Do you have a moment like that you remember?
1: Actually I do. And for me, it, it was very interesting because it was, it, it was actually my, my best friend that God had been on her case to write her testimony like for several years, mm-hmm. he was on her case to write her testimony and she would put it off and put it off and put it off. And then it was finally my pastor that was like, okay, you two need to get it together. (laughs) God has been telling her to write her testimony and God has been telling you to start a publishing company. Do you see the connection that God is making here? Yeah. And both of us were like, Uh oh, (laughs) right. And, and it was one of those things I knew, I knew I had the skills to do everything that was necessary to publish her book. But it seemed kind of surreal, and in some ways I'm like, but I haven't published a hundred books, so I'm not sure if I'm you know worthy enough or okay enough to publish this one. But the the disillusion in that thought is how can I get to my hundredth book that I've published? unless I get the first one done. Bam! I and love that! So when her book was... And and the thing is, is when her first, you know, when her book was published, I just, I remember the first time she called me up and she was like, oh my gosh, the box of books just showed up on my front porch. And she was so excited. And with that, I was like, God, like you used me to be a part of her obedience, to be a part of her mission, to be a part of what she's doing. And that's when it gets into this place of, you know, when they say, if your dream isn't, is, is only big enough that you can do it yourself, then it's not a God-sized dream. That's right. That you need, you need to work with others, but in working with others, you have to be vulnerable. What if she doesn't like my design? What if, It doesn't become a New York times bestseller. Well, you know what? There are a lot of books out there that aren't right. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that her book isn't going to touch the one person that God designed for it to touch. That's right. If neither one of us did what we were supposed to do, that one person wouldn't be touched in
0: the way God wanted them to be touched. I love that. Oh, I love that. It's so true. We all have our part to play, right? And yes. it's all less if we don't play our part. And maybe somebody else can't reach her part or play her part if we're not playing our part. I mean, God can do anything, but he's inviting us to be a part of this awesome like symphony that yes. needs us to do our thing. Yeah. So I love yes. that. And I also agree. I think, you know, you don't have to be the guru of something or the number one best selling of something to have an impact. (laughs) Yes. Right. And so I love that. And, and your whole idea for kingdom publishing was to get the word out, get the message out. So in teaching people how to publish their book, you're teaching them how to get their message out and giving them the courage to do that. You know, that's hard to do if you're walking alone, but if you have someone kind of championing you, um, it's so much better.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing about writing, and actually this is one of, one of the things that I've run into several times with different authors is, you know, they, they come to me and they're like, well, I don't know if I can you know write like I'm supposed to write. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, how are you supposed to write? What does that look like? And there was actually one of my authors that, you know, she wrote her book and we were working through her manuscript and she actually, um, she gave it to one of her journalist friends to edit because I, she felt that it wasn't getting as many edits. I think as she was expecting it, like, I think she was expecting like, you know, sister Mary Margaret to come out with the red pen and like, you know, mark the whole thing up right. it, when it came back, it wasn't that way. And so then she gave it to this journalist friend and she was like, see, see what this journalist did you know, the markups that they did. And I'm like, but yeah, the journalist took out every ounce of you in it. Yeah. And turned this book that was very fun and very humorous, very vivacious. And I could hear you speaking it. Yes. To a manuscript that was a journal entry. Yeah. Different kinds of writing, right? Exactly. Exactly. So that's one of the things I really encourage my writers. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, we will edit it to make sure that it makes sense that, you know, and tell you like, yeah, I don't understand what's going on here. Let's rework this. We will do that. But giving people their voice to speak their story, to speak their wisdom, their insight that God has given you.
0: Yes, we have to hear their voice and their personality through it. Yes. And, and that's what appeals to different people. We can read different books, and something's going to touch me, especially with the message of God, right? Something's going to touch me in a different way than maybe it's going to touch you. Somebody's reading the King James, and somebody's reading the message. Somebody's reading the NIV and saying, I don't understand this word over here. So, understanding that, like, we are all called to this, like, to be ourselves in it. And you yes. and I talked about that a little bit, like that transparency piece. It's really important to be honest about who you are and like right from that place so it can resonate with people don't perform in your writing. I think there's this thing too, where people even perform in their journal writing (laughs) in case somebody sees it later. Right. It's like, no, that's not where you're right. But we, when I die and my kids get my journal, I don't want them to grade me down on this part. Right. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, but that's why I, you know, sometimes I get irritated with social media with the way that there's no grammar and there's no punctuation and all of that. Um, and so I, I'm a little bit, But I can become the grammar police when I write. And I think this is where I've started to understand sometimes when I speak, I have more impact because I don't censor myself when I'm speaking. And then I want to learn to write the same way that I would say it because people will that will resonate with them more like so they see the personality. But I think that's a really tricky thing that you're teaching people to do because I think one, we don't trust our voice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have imposter syndrome too. We think we need to be like someone else. We need to write it the way it's supposed to, like you said. Right. Um, So I think that's hard work that you have. Kind of. I don't know. What do you? It's coaching, right? You're giving them courage to be themselves. Absolutely,
1: and you know one of the other things that's really important, and I know in the marketing world you always talk about well, who's your target market and who are yes. you speaking to? It's the same in writing a book, and actually. Prime example of this was actually in the first book that I wrote um, that I told you it was about my dating journey yeah. and the my target market was women between the ages of like 30 and 45 who had been in a failed relationship and they were ready to get they wanted to get back out but they didn't really want to get back out yeah <laughs> and what and help them figure out what they were going to experience and expect and all of that sort of thing so that was my target market Now, when I got done with the book, um, one of my English teachers in high school was a very influential character in my life and in my growing up. And so I was so excited to share this book with him. And so I sent him a copy and his reaction was, this is the stupidest, meaningless dribble I have ever read in my life. Oh, no. Now, mind you, like that was kind of him and his personality. So It didn't surprise you. I was was hurt. I'll be honest. I was hurt, but not really offended. Yeah. And then I was like, but okay, if I take a look at it, he's not my target market. Right. He's like a 70-year-old male. Right. Who hated love to begin with. Right. And that's not who I was talking to. But the difference comes is when you're speaking to your target audience, a friend of mine who got my book and read it, She emailed me and it was, it was a while after the book came out, but the email was thanking me for writing this book because it touched her and encouraged her to get back out in the dating world. And since she had read the book, she had found a man, they got married and she was pregnant with her first child, which was one of her life's desires. So and so it was the same book, mm-hmm. but one is telling me it's meaningless drivel. And the other one, it impacted her to go out and find love again. And now she's married. They've got three kids and her life completely changed, not because of me, but because of what she gained from reading the book. How God worked in her heart and her mind through the book.
0: Yeah, that's such an important good word for people who are starting a business or writing something or sharing a message. Everyone's not, I say this to my people in Team Yes, I'm like, everyone's not your client and that's okay. Everyone's not going to love what you do, you know, but there will be people that this will resonate with and they need what what you have to offer. Yes. And so by holding back, you're holding back something that people need. Right. So I love that you got both of those messages. Cause it shows you too, that it's okay that it wasn't his scene. I mean, if you think about anything, like I was just thinking about like the real housewives or something like that, any man would say, this is silly dribble or whatever your teacher right, said. Meaningless right? dribble. <laughs> <laughs> and it, is, it is meaningless, um, but it's entertaining. And there's a million people who watch it and it's super popular. And he's making mil- Andy Cohen's making millions of dollars. So it's like if we all kind of just abandon our ideas because one person didn't like it, that would be such a shame. And so I love that you got that positive reinforcement after um, just someone who didn't, it didn't resonate with, which is fine. We won't die if yes. everyone doesn't love what we're doing. <laughs> yes. Right. So, yeah. And actually
1: one of the things, um, in it's something that I offer on my website for free. It's seven keys to start writing your story. And it's a free download. If you go to kingdom publishing.com, you can download it and it gives you seven keys to really think about in starting to write. And one of those keys is knowing your target audience, because the way you're going to speak to if you're writing to teenagers, the way you're going to speak to teenagers is different than the way you speak to adults. Yes. If you're speaking to women, it's different than the way you speak to men. If you're speaking very specifically to women who have experienced rape, you speak differently to them. They've got a different, not that everybody's experience is the same, but they can relate on a different level than people who have never experienced that. Yes. And you know, what i what I love to say is many times authors come to me, I'm like, well, who's your book for? They're like, it's for everyone. Everyone needs Jesus. And I'm like, yes, everyone does need Jesus. But how many people is the guy on the street corner that's speaking to everyone? How effective is he at impacting anyone? Right. Yeah. So it's getting really, really honed in on who, you're speaking to and what message you want to get across in
0: this book. I love that. And I love that you have the um, freebie on your website and I, the seven keys to starting. Right. And so what I love about that too is you are doing a special thing in November. I want you to tell everybody what you're doing in November in case they want to participate. If anyone out there has been wanting to write, this is a good way to start.
1: Okay, so hold on, take a deep breath, don't freak out on me. Have you ever thought about writing a novel? It's kind of scary, or even writing your testimony. Well, I'm so excited because there's an organization, it's a nonprofit organization called Nanarimo that does the basically a month of writing throughout the month of November. And the challenge is to write 50,000 words during the month of November. So basically, that roughly breaks down into just over 1,600 words per day. That feels like a lot. It might feel like, it's only three pages. It's only around three pages, single spaced. Okay. Okay. And um, now the thing is, is you can definitely jump into, basically go on their website, sign up for it, be a part of it. And they'll do accountability and you type in, you know, you you keep track of the number of words that you've written. But what I'm doing here at Kingdom Publishing is I'm creating a, a special separate group um, for those people that want additional um, encouragement, coaching, accountability, um, prayer. I'm going to be praying over the authors that are a part of this um, because truly, and it's actually the, the scripture that we're founded on at Kingdom Publishing is Uh, Revelation 12 and 11, which says we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And we count our lives not dear. And so with that, especially if you're going to jump into writing your testimony, it is so important to have God cover over that because it will bring healing to you and the people that are meant to read it. And so this, uh, this NaNoWriMo month, the month of November is going to be an awesome time. Just commit, just give it a big yes. Just say yes. (laughs) Just say yes. And it's just a great way. And the thing is, is when you write this, it's not saying that it's got to be published. Nobody else even has to read it. I truly believe that there's so much healing that comes just from writing down your own story. Yes. Because many times you'll start writing something and you're like, Am I really believing that? Like that's once I put it down on paper, that sounds really stupid. Yep. And not 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 in a condemning way of yourself, right. but it's like, I've been holding on to that thought for a long time. Yeah. And now I'm gonna let it go. So yes,
0: you can release it. It's so healing to write. Yes. That's why people journal, right? Like there's so many good things that come from writing. So I love the idea that even if you don't think you want to publish a book necessarily, mm-hmm. but you just want to like try writing, this is a good way to kind of commit to that. So it's the whole month of November. Yes. Okay. It's,
1: yep. It's the whole month of November. And, um, and again, the group that I'm putting together, it's going to be additional accountability, Um, additional coaching around the writing, uh, helping you think and continue to move forward in the writing. And basically what it is, is by the end of the month, you're going to have a body of work that you can now start going in and modifying, changing, editing, you know, moving forward, so that if you do want to move that into a full-fledged
0: book, we we can do that. It gives us something to start with. I love that. And then can you kind of explain, because I know there's a lot of talk now about like self-publishing or like eBooks versus like the traditional book and things like that. So I noticed on your website, you have different, like you have packages and ways people can work with you where depending on what they want to do. Right. But my question for you is do people usually start nowadays with like an eBook or, or is there a certain path people take when in publishing or do they just choose what they want to do. <laughs> I mean, that's I a great like question. There's a lot of eBooks out there, right? And I'm always wondering, like, is that what people do now? Because I know it's harder to get like a fully published book in the bookstores, but maybe not. Well, so there's
1: a couple different ways. And honestly, that's kind of a tricky question and maybe even a bigger question than, <laughs> than you might have realized. But, <laughs> but, but well, let's dive in and take a little bit of a look at this. Is Ebooks and in, in paperback books, there's different benefits for each of them. One of the things you'll see with a lot of ebooks that are coming out, many of them are much shorter, meaning they're closer to like 40 to 60 pages or 40 to 80 pages. So they're much smaller. Um, from a production end, there's, there's less of a, um, I mean, there's no cost to print it because you don't right. print it. So the, the opportunity for a return on investment is bigger Mm -hmm. because there's less outgoing money in the, in the beginning. Um, The other thing with eBooks is there's some people that don't like reading eBooks, right? Some people have a hard time with eBooks. So there's those sort of things. Now you can use an eBook also as a way to build your platform, Mm -hmm. meaning, you know, creating one of these smaller eBooks, 60 to 80 pages, getting it getting it published, having it up on Amazon, even running some of the Amazon deals for free downloads or a 99 cent download. And it's a way to get your name out, to uh, create yourself as an expert in your field to people that don't know you, because that's marketing, right? I mean, you can only sell to the people that know you, you can sell them so much, but you wanna get your name out to the people that don't know you. So that's one of the uses for eBooks. That's very helpful and beneficial. I love that. Now, as for the printed copy of books, the benefits for that is, especially if you're doing speaking um, or not that people are doing a whole lot of in-person things right now in the way of teaching or, or conferences, yeah. but it's nice to be able to s- sell it from the back of the, you know, from the back of the stage yes. um, or the, from the back of the room. And so the other thing is that having a printed book, it automatically gives you um, more credibility in your field. Yeah. You know, So when you can say, you know, they're like, Oh, so what do you do? Oh, I'm a publisher. And this is one of the books that we publish. They're like, Oh, she really is a publisher. She right. really does have a book. right. And, um, so that's one of the things that, a, that an actual book will help with. Yeah. Now the difference between self-publishing and going with a publisher, there's actually kind of three, three areas in that. Um, so the traditional publishing, you would come in, you would sell your manuscript. The publishing company would either pay you for your manuscript or they would pay you royalties on it, but you would basically give up your rights to the book mm-hmm. and it would belong to the publisher. Um, those days are pretty few and far between. You need to pretty much have your own name and a platform before they'll yeah. before they'll buy that kind of book. And you've got where Kingdom Publishing sits. And the fact that we come alongside authors to help them, it is published under our name of Kingdom Publishing. It's highlighted on our website, on our social media. Um, You are included as part of our authors. However, with Kingdom Publishing, and this is one thing that's very important and unique about us, is each of the authors retain the copyright of their book. And the reason I did this personally, well, I didn't do it, God told me, is these stories that people are coming to and the books that people are coming to me with, it's their story, right? Their knowledge, it's their information. So they keep the copyright. But what Kingdom Publishing does is we do all of the publishing stuff. We do the design, the layout, getting it, you know, into the proper platforms, into the proper distribution channels, things
0: like that. So, um, that's awesome. You walk them through the process versus them trying to just kind of figure this out on their own. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, I love it. Okay. Well, I am super excited because I know a lot of people that listen are writers, but also I know a lot of people that have, I like that you said, you know, an ebook could be part of like your overall kind of offering, right? So you may have a lot of different things going on and an ebook is part of that. So um, that's interesting too. So this is all such good stuff. So before I let you go though, I definitely want to Asking my four questions that I ask my guests. So, okay. um, and I know the book question. I want you to know it's not your favorite book or movie, but it's what is a book that you love?
1: Okay, I would have to say one of the books that I love and found very fascinating
0: was the Five Love Languages. <gasps> Me too. Me too. I'm a words of affirmation person. I am touch. Oh.
1: I am a touch. So yeah, I'm always touching people, hugging people. Yeah. Um
0: that gave but, me so much understanding in yes. relationships for sure. I love that book. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. What is a movie that you love? Okay, true life confession. So I married an axe murderer <laughs> with Mike Myers. I love it. I love it. I'm so glad that it's a movie like that. That's so fun. <laughs>
1: Oh, I love it! Goofy movie,
0: but I love it. <laughs> All right, and then um, who is someone that you admire?
1: I have to say, someone that I truly admire is my pastor, um, Pastor Monica Gilbert. Uh, one of the things that I that I just I love about her is she has been such a powerful and encouraging woman of God um, that has really shown me what it looks like. To live out the gospel. She's well, been awesome. just a, yeah, just a, a really great um, inspiration for me. Um, and show me what it looks like to just really stand out and be okay with living what God says
0: mm. is true. I love that. We have to have her listen to this because that would be so awesome <laughs> to hear yes. her about yourself, right? <laughs> so great. All right. So what is the one piece of advice that you have received, like a good piece of advice that you've received?
1: I think one of the best pieces of advice that I have received is to not give everything away for free. Just because, (laughs) and just because it comes easy to me, doesn't mean that it's not valuable.
0: Okay. People can't see me right now, but I'm raising my hands and praise hands because yes and yes and amen. And I think because it's easy for you, a lot of times in my coaching, I find that people are, it's, they're so close to the knowledge. They know it like the back of their hand. And so they think everyone knows it, but really everyone doesn't know it. And it's gold to somebody listening, right? So, oh, I love that you said that. So true. Oh gosh. And just a sidelight to that, mm-hmm.
1: taking you out for a lunch and picking your brain, Yeah,
0: <laughs> that is not getting paid for your knowledge and your wisdom. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. And I think women struggle with this because we, we want to serve. We want to help. We want to be seen as helpful. We have trouble asking for money sometimes. Like this is a real block for a lot of people. Um, so I'm glad that you brought that up. And there's a worthiness question in there too. Like, is what you're providing, do you believe in the worthiness of that? Not of yourself necessarily, but of what you're offering, you know? Um, So, oh, that's good. Good advice. All right. So I am going to share everything um, that you mentioned as far as your website and ways people can reach you um, in the show notes. So people can find that at greatbigyes.com. But on Instagram, Are you Kingdom Publishing? Actually, you can
1: find me on both Facebook and Instagram is kingdom.publish.
0: Okay, awesome. So yeah, join me. Like and follow me. Yes, we'll all like and follow you and learn more about publishing. And who knows? I mean, hopefully there's people out there that have had some questions about publishing that you can help answer. They can go to your website, check out some of the details, um, maybe sign up to write what was that? 1600 words a day in November. Yes. Yes.
1: yes. That get these tough. novels written.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you so much uh, being on here, saying yes to being a guest and it's been great to get to know you.
1: Oh, Sue, thank you so much for having me. And I just encourage each and every one of you listeners out there, just remember that you are truly, truly a precious gift that's given to this world And so be bold in what God has called you to do and step out with courage and boldness and love yourself and love others around you because you do make a difference.
0: Amen.